The New England Patriots' new head coach, Gerard Mayo, wants you to know things are going to be different. For me, I'm not trying to be built. I'm not trying to be built. That's Mayo at his opening press conference, saying he won't be a clone of Bill Belichick, the man he's replacing. But that's not all that's different. It's Black History Month, and we're talking about Mayo as the first black head coach in Pat's history. And he hasn't shied away from talking about it. You better believe it. Being the first black coach here in New England means a lot to me. What does it mean to the team and to the city of Boston? We talk about it now with Shalise Manza-Young, former Patriots beat reporter and columnist for Yahoo Sports, and Taylor Kyles, a Patriots beat reporter with CLNS Media. Shalise, you covered him during his playing days. What can you tell us about Gerard Mayo? Gerard was a leader from day one. Um, If I'm remembering correctly, He wasn't named a team captain his rookie year, but he was, you know, elected as a team captain by his teammates in his second year with the team. Um, We have seen that before, but it was rare. Um, And I think that speaks to his leadership very early on. Uh, He was a first round draft pick out of Tennessee. He was named defensive rookie of the year after his first year with New England. But more than that, I think. His teammates and and even Bill Belichick saw his leadership very early on. And and obviously, um, he's just grown in that role over the time since. Taylor Kyles, um, you cover Gerard Mayo now in his head coach role. uh, And you were at that first press conference that we played tape from. Um, Mayo made it clear that things are going to be different under his leadership compared to Bill Belichick, even down to the way he interacts with the media. Um, Here's some sound of him teasing Robert Kraft, the Pats owner, for struggling to pronounce his brother Shermont's name. His brothers, Deron, Derek, and Shermont. Shermont. <laughs> Shermont. I'll get it right. I'll get it right. Get it right. Well, we'll have to. No, that's all right. It's one of those black names. I'll help you with that. <laughs> we got some, some giggles here in the studio. It's early, Taylor. Um, but what is Gerard Mayo like in in this role as as a coach? I mean, that quote really summed it up. I think he's someone who brings really unique energy, um, a lightness to him. He's very charismatic. He's someone who's really easy to talk to. He's approachable. And it was my first year on the beat. And honestly, he was one of the people that, you know, made it a lot easier to be in those uh, those media availabilities with a lot of, uh, you know, really well-respected people in this business. But I think when you hear and saw how players responded to his hiring, there was so much support. There was so much excitement. And that's just, I think, it tells you how respected he is in the building, not just as someone who had an exceptional playing career, but as someone who came in as a coach and really was the de facto co-defensive coordinator and took on a really big responsibility. And it turned into what's been the best defense over the past few years under his coaching, along with Steve Belichick as well. So I really think his energy is something that will be very different from what they had under Bill Belichick, his emphasis on empathy, on communication, on building relationships and developing not only players, but people. Um, I think those are really the big pillars of what he's trying to bring to the team. And I think they're things that were much needed considering, you know, where things have been over the past few years. And I have to ask you, as as a reporter, is, is it a welcome change to have a new Pats head coach who uh, appears to be more friendly with the media than Bill Belichick? 
I, I do want to give Bill his flowers. I think, you know, I had been watching his press conferences for a very long time. So I had a decent idea of what to expect. You know, you got to come in prepared and you got to ask the right questions. And some questions are going to get you, you know, not so great responses. But, I you know, I, I enjoyed my time covering Bill for sure. But at the same time, I am looking forward to someone who was in the media, who kind of understands um, our predicaments and, you know, what our jobs require at times. Um, and also just the lightness to Gerard. Again, just in speaking to him, he's very transparent, but he also does a great job of walking that company line and not giving you too much. Mm. You know, I know there was a quote that kind of uh, blew up about him saying they, what they were going to do with their first pick. But, you know, I think some of that was just Gerard's lightness and kind of making a joke because it's very obvious they need to pick um, a quality player at a premium position given their roster needs. But I'm definitely looking forward to it and just, you know, understanding what it's like to get someone who gives you a little bit more access in a way that isn't, you know, going too much and putting the company in a bad position, but also kind of giving you a better, deeper perspective into what goes on uh, behind the scenes. Yeah, a welcome change as, as a reporter, for sure. We're talking about Gerard Mayo, uh, Pat's new head coach, Taylor Kyles from CLNS Media, and Shalise Manza Young, a former Pat's beat reporter and a columnist. Uh, at Yahoo Sports. So um, as we mentioned, Mayo is the first black coach in Patriots history. Both he and Robert Kraft were asked about what that means to them, and their answers were different. First, let's hear what Kraft had to say. I'm really colorblind in terms of, I know what I feel like on Sunday when we lose. I chose the best head coach for this organization. He happens to be a man of color, but I chose him because I believe he's best to do the job. That's the Patriots owner. Now let's hear from the Patriots new head coach, Gerard Mayo. I do see color because I believe if you don't see color, you can't see racism. What I would say is like, no, I want you to be able to go up to those people and really understand those people. So it goes back to whatever it is, black, white, yellow, it really doesn't matter but it does matter so we can try to fix a problem that we all know we have. Okay, Shalise Manza-Young, you have two, two very different versions uh, explaining the, the new leadership at the Patriots. What do you make of that contrast between Robert Kraft and Gerard Mayo? Look, Robert Kraft is over 80 years old, um, and that was sort of the language of his time, was to say colorblindness. Um, I love the way that Gerard you know, very gently pushed back, but also made it very clear that he's not going to shy away from that. I think, you know, <laughs> doing the work that I had done for the last three years, um, you know, writing about the intersection of race and gender in sports and knowing the pushback that I would get from people and seeing, you know, whenever you brought up the Rooney rule, which is the NFL's rule to that was meant to try to get more black head coaches and other uh, BIPOC head coaches in the league, I would so often, and I've seen it other places, why can't it just be the best person for the job? You're assuming by saying that, that a black man couldn't possibly be the best person for that job. Robert Kraft has a tremendous, you know, his instincts have shown to be very good over the years in terms of the people he puts in key positions. And so, yes, Gerard Mayo is black and good for him for saying that because, you know, I, I again, when I would get pushback, they might be treated a certain way, the black players 
when they're in the facility and when they're on the field. But when they leave the facility and get in their very expensive cars, and especially that Foxborough is kind of rural, if they get pulled over for driving while black, all the officer is seeing is a black person behind the wheel of a very expensive car. It's happened to my own husband in the past. So these are the things that he's not going to shy away from. And I hope that the majority of Patriots fans are willing to to listen to what he is, you know, will say. Some of the broader context here is that Mayo is part of a small group of people of color at in head coaching positions in the NFL. So right now there are eight minority head coaches in football. Seven are black and one is Latino. That's that's Dave Canales of the Carolina Panthers. Last year there were only four coaches of color, uh, head coaches of color. Eleven of the NFL's thirty-two teams still haven't had a black head coach. Um, But not everyone is as candid as Mayo when talking about race. For example, Tampa Bay Buccaneers coach Todd Bowles earlier this year when asked by reporters about going up against other black coaches in the league. Uh, We don't look at what color we are when we coach against each other. When you say, see you guys, it means that we're eyeballs to begin with. And I think the minute you guys start, stop making a big deal about it, everybody else will as well. I mean, that's one perspective. And there will be some people who agree and say, you know, we're here to play football. Stop making everything about race. Taylor Kyles, I'm curious for your opinion on this question. Yeah, well, I think one thing about sports is, you know, I think Gerard made a good point when he mentioned at one point, he said, I'm not trying to make it hot. <laughs> like understanding some people might not get the reference, but the idea that, yes, you know, in some respects, this is a business. And you don't want to come in and necessarily make people uncomfortable, um, although there are very real issues that are going on in the world. But I think he did a great job of also acknowledging that, yeah, you know, you don't want to turn it into necessarily a problem inside the building. But when things come up and, you know, I think Shalise made a great point, the way that these people have to live their lives outside of the facility, things do affect them. And to a degree, it's really hard to not bring those things into work with you. So. I think having that perspective and being able to sometimes lay off guys, have conversations with guys about some of the things that they experience where I know Bill Belichick did make an effort to better understand players. I know, you know, during the COVID season, a lot of things were going on and he uh, leaned on the captains like Matthew Slater and Devin McCourty to give him a perspective he didn't have. But having a coach like Gerard Mayo, who does have the lived experience, gives you a whole new perspective and I think can help those players in a different way. I asked linebacker and captain Juwan Bentley how it felt. And he was saying that one, seeing someone like Mayo achieve what he's achieved is kind of inspirational and shows you how far uh, someone who looks like him can get in this industry. And while I also understand where Todd Bowles was coming from, and I think that's kind of what Robert Kraft was touching on, where, you know, he was trying to make the point of I hired Gerard because he was the best man for the position. You know, it wasn't a diversity hire. Some people, you know, sometimes put things like Mm -hmm. this. I also think it's important to acknowledge that these things do matter, as Gerard did. Shalise, again, great point, where the insinuation is that all these people are getting jobs and no one of color is deserving, no black coaches are deserving. Like, that's pretty absurd. Um, And players are acknowledging that this is a problem, and when it isn't a problem is when it's not talked about. But when you are in a league that deals with so much nepotism, you know, for right or for wrong, one that is very clicky and likes to, you know, promote people who – Uh, coaches are familiar with. It makes it very hard for certain opportunities to be uh, had. So I think Gerard can come into his hirings and different processes with that perspective and I guess have just a different outlook that can maybe be more productive than someone who doesn't see things through that type of lens. 
Okay, so let's go to Boston now. Boston sports, generally, um, black coaches are rare. The Celtics are the only other major pro sports team in the area besides the Pats to ever have a black coach. Um, And they've had many, starting with Bill Russell, of course, who was the first black head coach in NBA history. Um, Their current coach, Joe Mazzulla, former coach Ime Udoka, and we have a Puerto Rican at the Red Sox, Alex Cora. Uh, Shalise, what do you think the hire of Gerard Mayo means for Boston sports as a whole? So I sort of have mixed feelings about it. Um, I vividly remember a few years ago when Colin Kaepernick was kneeling and Devin McCourty and Martellus Bennett who were with the you know at with the Patriots at the time they didn't kneel but they raised a, a right fist you know as as we have seen um, over the years as a symbol of Black unity and the vitriol that they got just for doing that simple gesture it wasn't harming anybody you know and so from that perspective I do worry about Gerard that if you know if they're not phenomenal in just a couple of years time is the criticism going to be you know as we saw with Claudine Gay at Harvard that oh it's just a diversity hire look how awful diversity hires are and we even saw the Boston Globe two days after say that why did they jump the gun hiring Gerard and how little experience he has as opposed to also in the Globe uh, you know in the news section we saw a story about kids in Boston, young black kids in Boston, I think Gerard had done charitable work with them over the past, and they were talking about how phenomenal it was to see a man that looked like them in that position. And so I think that it, it will be inspiring. Um, obviously, I hope him a tremendous amount of success, but I do worry if he stumbles a little bit what the reaction might be. Yeah, Shalise Mann's a young uh, former Patriots beats, beat reporter. I want to turn to you, Taylor Kyles, um, about the football season that's coming. So uh, there is going to be a lot of pressure on Gerard Mayo to to for, perform. What's it going to take to help turn this this team around over the coming seasons? I think it's really winning through the draft. I think that that's an area that Robert Kraft has mentioned for years now um, and acknowledged that they have not done well. And with uh, Elliot Wolf, who is the son of Hall of Famer Ron Wolf, previously of the Packers before he got to New England, the Packers and Ron Wolf were very much of the idea that building through the draft is the best way to do things. With free agency, the best players don't always make it. Then you have to spend a lot of money. It's better to be able to get your own guys in and be able to develop them, which, again, is a message that we heard from Gerard Mayo. With a third pick, I was of the opinion that they had to get a quarterback. I've kind of opened my perspective and thought, well, with the third pick, you can really get yourself a lot more capital for the future, for the now. And I think that's what this team needs. There are a lot of holes. I think they've got to fill those with young quality players in what is clearly a pretty significant rebuild. Rely on your defense. That should have a lot of continuity. Should largely be able to pick up where it left off, although they have a new defense coordinator, Demarcus Covington, so there could be some growing pains. Uh, But, yep, get some youth on the offense and uh, see where you can get. All right. Well, Taylor Kyle's Patriots beat reporter with CLNS Media. Shalise Manza-Young, former Pats beat reporter and now a columnist with Yahoo Sports. Thanks to both of you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.